Well, hello, everybody. Well, hello, everybody. This is Dr. Walter Sims, host of the Dr. Walter Sims Show. And I'm excited about our Love on Top show today with my co-host, Lily Green. We got a special guest today. That's, uh, she's going to be talking about her latest work, uh, I'm Not an Option, Miss LaShawn McCrary, uh, an author, speaker, coach, just phenomenal, phenomenal young lady. We met on uh, on internet radio, blog talk radio a long time ago. So guys, without any further ado, welcome to Love on Talk. WJPMG 106.3 FM, where we keep you motivated and jamming all day long. Well, we would like to say hello, good morning, good afternoon to one of my teenage DJ wifey, Miss Vanessa Marlowe. Uh, she's putting uh, my goddaughter, her grandbaby, uh, down for a nap, and she'll be on here in a little bit. But, you know, on Tuesdays, we talk about relationship. And uh, uh, Miss Lily, how you doing, girl? You know, Dr. Sims, I am doing fantastic as always. Blessed and highly favored. No complaints. Oh. And just super excited to hear what we got to talk about today. Oh, that is so awesome. So how's everything up there outside of Charlotte, North Carolina? <laughs> it's fantastic. We have overcast today, but it's still a gorgeous day, of course. My little one is actually napping now, so mommy is definitely excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I heard that. Well, without any further ado, uh, we got LaShawn mic'd up and ready to go. She is so busy, but she uh, is taking a few minutes out to, to talk again about her, her book. We brought her on a few weeks ago when she released the book, but I thought uh, I just had inspiration today to bring her back and, and talk, and especially after uh, seeing things in the news like Tyrese and his baby's mother. I don't know her name, but uh, they kind of going through the battle that they are going through uh, with uh, their daughter and she's 10 now and we say all the time it's a thin line between love and hate you know what I'm saying and mm -hmm. that's why you need to Absolutely. get it right on the front end you know what well, LaShawn come on in here get your mic on girl how you doing Miss LaShawn Fabulous. How are you? Listen, we are doing fine. Thank you for taking a few moments out with us. Introduce yourself to everybody, Miss LaShawn. Well, my name is LaShawn McQuarrie, author, speaker, life coach, and I am excited to be here with all of you today. Well, listen, answer us this question. Why? There's so many uh, relationship books on the market uh, today. Why shouldn't anybody pick your book up? Because you and I really talked about it uh, during your development, and I was so excited about it because I love the angle uh, that you were coming from. So why should anybody pick up your book today? Well, you know, I believe that the books we read pick us. So, uh, you know, sometimes there's just certain things that we're going through in life and maybe there's an answer that we're looking for. So whether you're in a bookstore or you're at the library, there's just something about a cover or a title that just kind of grabs you and pull you in. Oh, that's good. So as you're listening to this show today, if the title um, of my book, which is I Am Not an Option, that's if good. that says something to you, then that's where it starts, okay? So that means that there's probably something in this book for you. Um, to tell you a little bit about it, this book, uh, the subtitle is A Woman's Guide to Self-Love and Relationships. That's good. And I intentionally put the self-love part first 
because so many women are out there just looking for love. And I'm like, well, you should already have love. <laughs> That's something that you can have 24-7 always, and you should. But we're so busy looking for a man to give it to us that we walk through like nobody loves me. I'm like, really? Your mama don't love you? You know, your kids, your coworkers, your somebody, nobody loves you? That is like, good. Really? So, that is you know, good, we, Sean. We need to really... Yeah, we need to really buy into our self-love first, because when we do, then we can have happy, healthy relationships. When we don't, and we're relying on some man to be our source of love and joy and happiness, that's when we have all of these jacked-up relationships. So, you know, that's a very big part of it. And within the book, what you're going to find is something for women who are married, engaged, and single. Um, the single women, of course, um, I just talked a little bit about that, and unfortunately some married women have done that as well. But it speaks to them because, you know, as a single woman, you need to take stock of why you want to be in a relationship and what makes you happy and are you living your life to its fullest now. So we're going to, you know, so the book speaks to them about that. For women who are engaged, it's kind of like a checklist. Before you go ahead and exchange those I do, you know, where are you? You know, why are you in this relationship? Is, is this really something that you should be going forward into? Or do you maybe need to let go of this relationship? And, you know, and helping them, you know, really make that decision. And also for married women, because as women, we have a tendency of giving too much of ourselves away. So I like for married women to go through and say, That's you know good. what? Yeah, you know, I, I wasn't planning on my life being like this. It wasn't supposed to look like this. Well, in your eyes, from your perspective, what was your life supposed to look like? What were you expecting out of this marriage as compared to what you may be giving? That you is know, good. and receiving. That is you know, good. because that they both good. they all play into each other. That's yeah. good. Let and let so and it's for all women and that it teaches us about unconditional love of self first. That go ahead, is Dr. good. Jeff. That's good. Lily, do you do you agree with that that a lot of times uh uh women and, and, and I got I said something similar to that this morning. Uh, Lily, do you agree that a lot of times women are looking outward uh, for that love that should really be within? Oh, absolutely. Um, I agree with that 160 percent, honestly. We, we have a tendency of doing that. We look out instead of inward. You know, like I always say, like I said before, you know, we search for things that we should be given ourselves. So, uh, yes. First and foremost, so yeah, absolutely agree with what LaShawn said, um, and that's where we fall into so many traps because that's when we get, you know, desperation steps in and all these other unhealthy things, and then we end up in something that we shouldn't be in in the first place. Well, I love, I love talking to um, my colleagues and experts because you two are definitely have something in common. Uh, you manifested the love that you are experiencing right now. And I really want to peel back the onion a little bit and really get uh, really raw with everybody this morning and have some real conversations. So why why don't uh, more women admit, and, and I talked about it this morning, why do women find, and, and, and men for that matter, why won't people admit that they don't love themselves, LaShawn? Well, because a lot of them don't know. 
you know, if, if I stand around, and, and, and I remember um, years ago when I was trying to pick up some new coaching clients, and I had up this one sign that asked them, you know, about, do you have high self-esteem, or, you know, are you in love with yourself? And everybody that walked past was looking like, yeah, mm-hmm, so, you know, and kind of <laughs> answering questions for themselves, and they do on a very basic level. Yes, we love ourselves, we care about ourselves, but we're not deeply in love with ourselves. We're not loving ourselves unconditionally. That's good. And we allow the things that happen in our lives. You know, I lost my business. I got fired from my job. You know, I had to foreclose on my house. And so now we're not still loving and giving ourselves the respect and the care that we deserve because of all of these external factors. He left me. Okay, well, if that makes him crazy. It doesn't make me <laughs> a bad woman or a bad pig. That, you know, that's him, and, that, and that's his issue. And we really need to begin to, you know, like I said, hone in and come back to ourselves. So, you know, just simply to answer your question, a lot of people, they don't realize that they don't. And that's why in the book that's I have, um, as well as with my clients, I take people through what I call a mirror exercise where I actually have them look at themselves in the mirror, look directly into their own eyes and say, I love you. And you would be amazed at how many people cannot do that. That's amazing. And there's a nice you know, little story, a nice example that I give in the book. And it's amazing, you know, how women have read the book and told me when they read that portion of the book, it made them cry. Wow. And why it made them cry, because they identify with the woman that I wrote about in the book. Oh wow, wow, wow. Well, well, uh, uh, Lee Lee, do you do you have anything to add to that? Why won't people be that honest, and why don't we know whether or not we love ourselves, Lee Lee? Well, first, first, let me say this: um, the the mirror example Lashawn just gave. That's exactly what I did with myself. You know, that's exactly what I did with myself, and I'm telling the emotion behind that because never really take the time to evaluate self. That's awesome. Look at self and appreciate self was so powerful. And that was one of the experiences that I had personally that um, that changed a lot of things for me. But um, like she did say, and I'll add on to it, a lot of us just don't know. We never self-evaluate or we hardly ever self-evaluate because we're evaluating everyone else. Um, so I do agree um, with, with what she said. Another reason is the the truth is hard to swallow. I'm just going to, you know, the truth is hard to swallow for a lot of people. And, you know, that goes back to having, you know, a little pride. But we don't want to feel, uh, like to feel vulnerable or like something's wrong with us or like something's messed up with us. We don't don't like that feeling. But unfortunately, that's something that you have to, that's a a line that you have to cross with yourself if you want to be able to move forward and learn how to love yourself unconditionally and appreciate yourself and see true value in yourself, you have to do that. There is, there is no way around it. And, you know, for our listeners, guys, I mean, I haven't read the book, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to purchase it just because I think it's going to be an awesome read. But that mirror thing is no joke. It's no joke. (laughs) It's no joke. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's crazy. It sounds crazy because you're like, yeah, I'm talking to myself. It's, a little weird, but I'm telling you, <laughs> you're going to be surprised at what something so simple will do for you and the breakthrough that you will have just by doing that. That is so yes, awesome. Yes, absolutely. So, LaShawn, where, where did you get the inspiration uh, and I love, I love, 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 love talking to fellow coaches because 
uh, we have such a, uh, a litany of tools that people can use to really uh, have breakthroughs. But where did you get the inspiration to do the mirror exercise? Oh, my goodness. That was a technique that I learned from someplace years ago. And as I was just coaching women, it just, you know, everything that I do is very much, you know, sent to me from God. I pray before I coach anyone Amen. because, you know, I'm like, well, God, you created this person. You know what they need more than I do. So you, you help me. You tell me. And, you know, all the textbook stuff, yeah, that's all good, but I need to know what does this person need, because what you need may not be in a book that I learned from. So I'm very, you know, always making sure that I'm very tuned into that, and from there, it's like, okay, this person needs to do this exercise. And so having that particular individual, because, you know, some people need to do this exercise more than other people do. And it's the ones that, you know, that sometimes, and it's always interesting to me, that the ones that really think they don't need to do it, those are the ones that realistically, there's something inside of them that tells them that they can't do it. So they don't want to because, you know, as Lily was saying earlier, it's that self-evaluation. You know, so if you're not willing to do a self-evaluation, then you don't have to worry about facing your truth. That is because good. now you're not looking at it. But this looking at yourself, and here's the funny thing, you know, the talking to yourself, and how Lily said, you know, it's kind of crazy you're talking to yourself, but realistically we're talking to ourselves all the time. That's you true. know, when they're just, they're just our thoughts. You may not be verbalizing it, but you're thinking something about yourself all the time. That's true. Whether it's um, cute, um, ugly, um, sexy, um, stupid, whatever it is, we're always constantly having all these thoughts and these limiting beliefs running through our minds. So I'm just saying, stop, you know, and then take a look in the mirror, you know, looking at the man in the mirror, as people love to say, and not realizing exactly how powerful that technique is. Oh, that is so good. Okay, okay, okay. So this, these women and men, for that matter, uh, uh -huh. So so they do this exercise and they, they realize I, I, I don't love myself. So without really going into a whole lot of detail and giving the secret sauce away, what's the next thing when somebody finally has this aha moment, I don't love myself, what's the next thing that they need to do? Well, it's going to depend from person to person because everybody's reason is going to be a little bit different. That's good. So, you know, there may be one person that doesn't love themselves because their parents abandoned them as children. Wow. Or maybe they were molested. You know, we just had the big, me, you know, hashtag Me Too phenomena that went on. That's so right. I'm sure there's a lot of women and men that don't love themselves because of certain things like that that have happened. You know, and I mean, so there could be an unlimited number of reasons. But again, that's when I'm very prayerful and saying, okay, well, what's the next direction that I need to take this person in to help them build back up the person that they are inside? Oh, and so that, that so becomes good. the next move. Whatever is their next step. That, that, that is so, so good. So I, how I, how you doing with the book? Where Where have you taken your book so far? Well, you know, I'm really allowing the book to go where the book is supposed to go. Um, I see it as the message that I wrote in the book as, you know, God coming through me and through the book. 
So wherever it's supposed to go, my prayer is that for it to just land wherever it is supposed to land and for the message to actually just take over the planet. And what's interesting is when I originally had that thought in my head about this message literally touching the life of every man, if you are alive right now, every man and woman across the planet, including the children, I want it to touch their lives. And what I didn't expect was, well, let me tell you this first, what I did expect was for women to read it, and because women love to share information, they shared with their friends and their daughters and the man in their life and other people. But what I wasn't expecting was for men, and I've actually had a couple men over the age of 50 read the book and tell me, LaShawn, this book isn't for women. It is a relationship book. That's good. I wish I would have read this 20 years ago. Wow. Another woman telling me that she has a, you know, an 18-year-old son and that she was buying a copy of the book for him. And so I was like, oh, wow, okay, I didn't see this coming. <laughs> so even good. the demographic has grown you know, in a direction that I really wasn't expecting it to. So, so I'm just good. loving it and staying prayerful. And again, wherever it lands, it will land where it's supposed to. That is phenomenal. That I, I am just so, 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 so proud of you. So what's your contact information? How can our listeners get a copy of the book? Yes, everyone can go to the book's website, which is IamNotAnOption.com. You will find links on there. If you want to contact me, there's a contact page on there, and there are also links that will take you to purchase, whether it be a paperback or an electronic copy of the book. And you can also go to my website, which is LaShawnMcQuarrie.com. That's L-A. S is in Sam, H-A-W, N is in Nancy, M is in Mary, C-C-R-A-R-Y.com, and you can get yourself a copy of the book there as well. Oh, thank you, LaShawn. Uh, Lily, tell, tell LaShawn uh, one of the most eye-opening things that happened to you when you realized uh, that Lily Elena Green was worth loving herself. Kind of tell everybody what what that day was like when your eyes came open that you were worth loving. I'm sorry, I have a toddler that hit me. <laughs> so I'm ready for her right now. Um, you know, uh, like I shared before, Dr. Sims, there are, there are a couple of things, but, you know, as, um, you know, many of you guys know, I was engaged um, before my my now marriage now, and um, I just had a huge epiphany where, you know, I, was, I had to run to the bathroom, hyperventilate in the bag, and all of this stuff because, you know, I found myself in a, in a place where I did not want to be um, in a relationship that I had no business in in the first place. And, you know, that self-evaluation, what the heck am I doing and why am I here? What is your problem? You know, and um, that kind of changed, that moment changed a lot for me. Um, and I just stuck to my guns and... Here I am now, you know, happily married, four children, well, soon to be four children. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, congratulations to you. Hey, it's, it's some, I commend you for that. Hey, man, it's some unconditional love going on in their house. <laughs> yeah, we aren't like any love over here. <laughs> well, listen, guys, we got to run to a break. Uh, Lily got to take care of that toddler. LaShawn's got to get to some things. LaShawn, real quickly, tell everybody uh, what's on your radar for 2018. Wow. What's on my radar? Uh, to do more speaking engagements uh, around the book and just speaking engagements, period, and just 
touching and impacting all of the lives of the people that I'm supposed to touch in the year of 2018. Oh, that is good. Give out one more time. Give out the contact information uh, about how people can get a copy of your book. Yes, if you go to IamNotAnOption.com, you can get your copies there. Y'all, that is so awesome. Those were my ladies, y'all. Uh, LaShawn, uh, Miss Lily, those were my girls. Listen, 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 listen. I am teaching Single Not Satisfied uh, next Wednesday evening, 6 p.m. We're going to have a webinar. Uh, and I'm going to be talking about Single Not Satisfied. And the biggest part of that webinar, oh, I am so excited about it. But the biggest part of that webinar is self-esteem. And, and, and I like that mirror exercise that Sean talks about. Look in that mirror. Look in that mirror. Look in that mirror. And, 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 and say to yourself, I love you. Or the flip of it is, I don't love you. That's revelation. That's revelationary in and of itself. I need to love me. I need to love me right now. Before I can ask anybody else to love me, I need to love myself. You know what I'm saying? And guys, I cannot stress enough. Go to singlenotsatisfied.com. Uh, sign up. Get your seat. Reserve your seat in my webinar that we're having uh, on next Wednesday night, November the 15th. At 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and, and, you know, we kind of take light of it. But like LaShawn said, a lot of people, if they're really honest with themselves, a lot of people don't love themselves, guys. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I'm Dr. Walter Sims. I'm host of the Dr. Walter Sims show, but I'm also a spiritual life coach, a relationship coach. And one out of every five people, and this is my own data. All the people that I've talked to, one out of five persons, people are challenged when it comes to loving themselves. And, and you can look in society. You can look at your own circle of influence, see the behavior of people, and you can tell the people that don't love themselves. When you don't love yourself, you lower your standards. And, and I'm telling you, we be, we, I mean, we say this all the time and you hear this all the time. But like LaShawn said... It's where you may be at this point in time that you hear this statement and it's going to resonate with you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you can look at people's behavior and you can tell the people in your in your circle of influence. You can tell the people that don't love themselves. Some of the choices they make, some of the decisions they make, some of the some of the things that they do. You know what I'm saying? So, listen, we're going to run to a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more today. And we're getting ready for Marlo's uh, portion of the show, uh, The Poets Corner. So you guys hold tight and we'll be right back. You're listening to WJPMG 106.3 FM, where we keep you motivated and jamming all day long. 